For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Paul John Spaulding. Joining me is Alain Gailly, founder and CEO of Secure, a Swiss-hosted email, messenger, and VPN. To learn more about our sponsor, visit secure.com. That's S-E-K-U-R.com. Alan, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having me. Alan, I wanted to talk with you today about messaging apps. And the reason is, after our last podcast, we talked offline about the use of WhatsApp by banks. The New York Times reported that banks were fined $549 million over the use of WhatsApp and other messaging apps. And the total fines for all banks with the same issue nears $2 billion. Alan, maybe you could expand upon this, what this means, and why they were fined. Yes, so the first big noise about this was in 2021. There were banks such as Deutsche Bank and not just U.S. banks. And essentially, at all level, all the way to the chairman, they were using WhatsApp to communicate client information or with the client. The total actually is two and a half billion so far. Anyway, so it started to make noise that you can't use WhatsApp because obviously, these applications that are mostly free, open source, and compromised all the time do not respect the client confidentiality and security requirement that you have. So it started like that. And then lately, I think earlier this year and recently in 23, there were two more events. And I think the SEC is now looking into it and not just the Goldman Sachs and all the other banks, there was B of A, there was a few of them involved, but now they're looking as well at market maker like Citadel, which is the largest financial market maker for stocks in the world. And the SEC has now subpoenaed all the WhatsApp messages and they're looking into it. And the new fine, if I'm correct, is $50 million per occurrence. So it's a pretty big fine because you just are careless. The problem is that the customer uses WhatsApp or Signal or some other non-secure application. So Alan, I guess I want to get to the heart of this a bit more because the SEC has said banks and investment firms should have taken more steps to ensure that employees were not misusing private messaging services to conduct business. Sanjay Wadha, the SEC's deputy director of enforcement, said, Record-keeping failures such as those here undermine our ability to exercise effective regulatory oversight, often at the expense of investors. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is why would bank employees and whoever was involved with these issues, why would they resort to using something like WhatsApp versus some other approved communication method? Well, here's the thing, and I deal with that with banks in Switzerland too. So banks may have their own communication tool. So you have, you know, tens of thousands of employees. Everybody uses WhatsApp. And it baffles me that people use WhatsApp for phone calls too. When you get free phone calls in the U.S. and it's just a habitual thing. The other thing is that if you're a bank and your client uses WhatsApp, they're overseas. A lot of them, uh, they just use WhatsApp for everything. You have to use it to communicate with them. Sometimes the customer themselves sends you like a document through WhatsApp. So it's a very hard habit to change. We actually realize that, and that's why we offer something that's going to resolve that problem, where a customer doesn't have secure messenger. Our secure messenger can send them an invitation to chat with us through a text or an email. 
and the whole communication is secure, private, etc. And they don't need to have secure or register for it or download the app. And that way, the communication is secure, private, and archived. So even if the banker deletes the whole conversation because you have a self-destruct timer, you can wipe out all the conversations on your phone and the recipient, the admin level has an archiving for FINRA. That's the kind of solution that people are looking for because you need to have a trace of the conversation and the text, a trace of everything, and you need that to be private and secure, and you need to be able to communicate outside of your organization. You know, nobody's going to go and sign up to something that's so complex, like those emails you may get from the banks where you have to use their system. It's very cumbersome. You have to create passwords that you'll forget, and you have to download their version of the app, and clients don't want to do that. They just want to use a regular email system, and a chat system. I'm trying to read in between the lines here. I'm thinking I'm busy. I'm an employee at a bank. I'm trying to get work done. Someone's reaching out to me via WhatsApp or something else similar to that. And I'm just responding back and communicating with them that way. So do you think it comes down to something like a malicious intention behind it? Is it just a lack of education? Where do you think that this comes from? I think it's a lack of education because people tell me WhatsApp is secure. It's not secure. Obviously, they get hacked all the time. And by the way, when you give your phone number away, when you download these apps and you have to register with your phone, that's the first thing hackers go to. They get into it and they can get into your address books and so forth. There's a certain laziness too. It's just easy because it's there. And this is the other excuses from the bank. The customer only uses WhatsApp. They don't have our application. And some banks don't even have systems. Like They can send you an email, but there's no real system to chat with a customer. I haven't seen that. So I've only seen a bank in Switzerland that tried to develop theirs, but it wasn't very successful because the client said it's too complicated to use. So you need to make these systems very easy for the average person, and that's not yet there. I mean, we launch ours, it seems to be doing well. All the banks need to adopt a system like that or create their own. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. Secure Private Data Limited is a cybersecurity and internet privacy provider of Swiss-hosted solutions for secure and private communications. The company distributes a suite of encrypted emails, secure messengers, secure VPN, and other secure communication tools. Secure's privacy solutions serve consumers, businesses, and governments worldwide. Offering a 100% Swiss-hosted private communications platform, no data mining, and no big tech hosting, Secure has been putting data privacy back in consumers' hands since 2007. Learn more at secure.com. That's S-E-K-U-R.com. And now, back to the podcast. Well, you've mentioned Secure Messenger a bunch here, and I do want to touch upon that as well because I want to dive into a bit about what might separate that out from something like WhatsApp. You've touched upon a couple of those points just earlier again. But when we think about the landscape of chat apps, I mean, there are dozens, hundreds, I don't even know how many there are out there. And also, by the way, a quick sidebar is we do talk a lot about open source versus closed source. So maybe for anyone that hasn't heard our previous discussions on that, if you want to touch a bit upon that as well, feel free. But I just want to get your thoughts on what maybe separates Secure Messenger from some of the competition in that respect. Yeah, so open source and closed source. Open source is essentially code. 
that millions of people know how to use and of course manipulate and that's where all of the hacks come in so these applications again not only they ask for your phone number they social engineer all your address books so they basically infiltrate when a hacker comes in they infiltrate your address book and so forth also if you send a document or an image let's say somebody might take a jpeg a photo of a document and send it when it goes on whatsapp it stays on your phone the media is sucked into the phone itself so there's so many problems open source is easy because it's cheap to develop so that's where you have 99 of the hacks and that's where 99 of the software is developed when you have closed source it's kind of like the secret formula to coca-cola you know only a few people know about it and only a few people work on it that's what we do we have our own encryption technology that we wrap around we call that a wrapper we have a wrapper around the highest encryption for transfer of data and storage of data we also never require your phone number and we have features for the enterprise market which we're launching now in fact banks have been asking us for this secure messenger we're launching in january a version where if you're an employee of a bank you can only chat between each other of employees you won't be able to even invite an outsider to chat with you you have all these parameters that you can set or if you have a customer at the very least they'll be able to use secure messenger with you while they chat or you send them a file or a voice message and then that whole thing can be deleted and the bank can have an archiving because finra which is the financial authority in the us they may come to a bank and audit them after five years and they want to know what the banker told the customer for example what they wrote so that's critical i mean would you communicate on facebook if you want to buy a thousand shares of x company and wire two hundred thousand dollar to x account you would never do that on facebook well whatsapp is facebook and so are the other companies too it's the same thing you would never transact and send documents through social media and that's what people are doing so i think these fines are good because it basically forces the hand of institutions and especially their employees and you're going to see more and more of that happening to the point that people will finally turn the corner we definitely see it our secure messenger by the way is for consumers all the way to enterprise they just have different features when you buy for businesses and enterprise but we have regular people that use it because they don't want to be data mined either that's the other problem whenever you use these applications they all data mine you and sell your data so you certainly don't want that and that's why the sec is all over it because there's basically no protection for the customer for the client alan one thing i wanted to ask you as we were talking about this topic is is there any advantage for an smb to use something like secure messenger I'm thinking about sensitive documents outside of the banking sphere, like medical, I'm thinking of lawyers, I'm thinking of real estate agents, anything that deals with money, transactions, any of this stuff. Again, do you think there's any benefit for them in using something like Secure Messenger? We have a lot of customers and small businesses too, because small businesses, they can afford even less being a hack. So if you're a small business, especially if you're a realtor, a financial broker insurance anything financial even medical i would say 
that's something you want to use because you communicate a lot with outsiders. And I would recommend using the secure messenger. You do have the archiving feature on the small business part. The enterprise version has more functionality for large groups where you can restrict them to discuss only between themselves, whereas the SMB package, which is cheap, I think it's $7 a month, I'm not sure, per user. At the very least, you can communicate with a patient if you're a doctor, if you're a financial broker, real estate broker, mortgage, you want to send papers through the chat. We have the same system on email too, by the way. But if you just want to send a quick chat to someone, at the very least, it will be private and protected. Small businesses cannot afford to be hacked because they don't have the big IT departments to fix things and to upgrade everything. I think I read something like 60% of businesses still are running legacy software. They don't have cybersecurity protection. And you may read more and more, especially with the global conflicts that are happening right now, the U.S. is a prime target for hackers. So I highly recommend even small businesses to use these kind of protection. Alan, before we go, I do want to touch upon consumers because you brought them up a bit before. And you were explaining how you wouldn't do business over something like Facebook Messenger, which is a very good point. But do you think just for general people, just communicating with family, friends, again, nothing super sensitive as far as like a business transaction goes, but do you think that regular consumers could benefit from using a more secure chat app in general? They could. An example somebody told me is their teenage children, for example, they get bullied a lot because if you use one of those famous applications, WhatsApp, Signal, whatever, you have people impersonating others because they obviously know everything because they monitor what you write. And somebody can impersonate someone you know, or somebody can even, they used to call it bombing or something on Zoom and essentially come and bully you because the minute they have your phone number, I mean, there's websites that show you how to hack WhatsApp in five minutes. So with Secure Messenger, it's a closed system. So first of all, a person would need to know your secure number. Assuming they buy the secure application and they want to chat with you, you still have to accept them in your contact list. So it takes a lot for you to accept someone. You wouldn't accept someone you don't know. And that's fantastic for families. You know, they exchange information too. There's sometimes health insurance info, car insurance or something, you know, a payment. I recommend that for families and consumers as well. That package is actually cheap. It's $5 a month. So for that price, you buy for a family. It's a great way to communicate and stay in touch in a very private and secure manner without the outside world and hackers spying on you, essentially, and knowing that you just got a brand new credit card or something and you need the pin code or you're asking your dad for this. So yeah, I recommend for consumers. It's definitely useful in many ways. You also want to have discussions with people that are, I guess, sensitive, all sorts of topics. You don't want that in the open. So if you want privacy, this is the thing to do is to buy these applications such as ours, which is all hosted in Switzerland. Just in closing on this topic, Switzerland looks at your IP address as your private property. 
So it's illegal for people in Switzerland, companies like us, to basically sell your IPs, sell your data, and so forth. And in culmination, since we spoke about Messenger and email, I recommend you look at our VPN as well, Secure VPN, which gives you only Swiss IPs, and it encrypts your connection to a much higher level, and it doesn't sell your data traffic. But at the very least, you'll have a higher encryption if you use a Secure VPN in combo to anything else that you use. Alan, I really appreciate you coming on and joining me for this episode, and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks very much, Paul. And this is airing around or before Thanksgiving. I want to wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving and all the good stuff and a lot of joy. Thank you so much, Alan. Appreciate it. Thank you. For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Paul John Spaulding. Joining me was Alan Gai, founder and CEO of Secure, a Swiss-hosted email, messenger, and VPN. To learn more about our sponsor, visit secure.com. That's S-E-K-U-R.com. You can keep up with all of our media at cybercrimemagazine.com.